When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are, the day after we finally met. Myself and JG finally met for the first time in how many? Uh, about 18 months? You didn't really lead it up to a big thing. You just went straight in, nah, straight mate, to the punchline. JG meets Ben in person. I'm feeling the effects of it still now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you wonder why we sound a bit strange, we definitely had a hat full of drinks. It was a good time. Got to see some other faces as well. We spoke a bit of tennis. Um, and I didn't even realise I was taller than you, which was weird. Yeah, I don't know how you didn't remember that. Yeah, I just always assumed we was the same height. I don't know. Maybe because you're older. we always I'm look shrink- the same height on here. I'm shrinking as I get older, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, mate, throw up the picture. Everyone wants to see what it was. And there like. we go. The big reveal. JG meets Ben. Look at that. <laughs> look at them beautiful strapping young lads with a nice beer there the sun was out was we met in london time, wasn't it? a bit of bud bar yeah good beers highly recommend them my first time having them i know you have them quite often um oh. but i was quite impressed yeah no it's very nice nice place and the weather actually the sun came out just as we got there so that was the best thing about it yeah really good stuff and uh yeah we continuously talk tennis as we always do <laughs> and everybody else wanted to talk tennis with us as well so it never stops even when you have a day off tennis never stops yeah it was like we was doing a podcast but without filming it i felt yeah. at times <laughs> yeah it always is you got always. a cafe our patrons saying good morning i had no idea you two had never met of course we had met prior to covid <laughs> uh we worked together for about a year and a half but it's yeah, been yeah. well about a year and a half just over that since yep. we've last seen each other because of covid so um it's not that we've never seen each other Sam's asking, do we live far away? Not too far at all. Uh, pretty close. Um, and yeah. The last Sorry. time that we 
saw each other. I think the podcast had how many? About 200, 200 subscribers. No, I think it was a thousand. Was no, it not? I think we got to a th- no, we got to a thousand around. I think June or July. So we'd have been in the thick of it already. Okay. Then. So yeah. that goes to show from 200 to 17,000 since we last saw each other. It's pretty much. We had a lot to catch up on for yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah. And everybody here was a bit surprised uh, that we have so many subscribers. But anyway, we're not here to talk all about uh, us. I mean, I'm here. So next meet up, when's that? Never another year? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Another 17,000 subscribers, man. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> No, it was good fun though. Really yep. enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, getting stuck back into the tennis again today. We just had to sort of keep an eye on the results as they were going on last night while we were there. But there were some interesting ones flying around, weren't there yesterday? Yeah, like, we can go through those bit by bit because we're here to talk about the quarterfinals. There's some interesting names that are sort of floating around in these draws at the moment, and there's been some amazing results and. I don't know where you want to get started. Do we want to get started with uh, the men's? Should we start with the men's? Because we're going to be doing the men's and the women's. So let's focus on the men's first. Um, some good players left in the draw. The big news, no Rafa. Rafa's not there. Nope. But we have a cool graphic here just to sort of visualise uh, how they're all going to meet. Sitipas, he's made it this far. He managed to get through Umbert um, and win again yesterday, I believe. Daniel Medvedev, the number one seed, marching on and playing amazing. I saw highlights yeah. some of the shots he made i don't know if you call it it was just uh, catching lines you can't say the same about her catch so he got through uh basasvili i believe is it basasvili yeah yeah that's correct and it was one of the worst matches ever apparently one of the, the first set was a dreadful the quality of tennis was poor her catch has been a bit disappointing really since wimbledon um yeah. And I can't really put my finger on as as to why, personally. But hope he's just maybe having a bit of a downtime. You'd think, in normal times, this is a repeat of Wimbledon, that uh, Hubie has a really good shot of beating Medvedev again. But based off what I've seen the last few weeks, it's probably going to be very straightforward and Medvedev's going to win comfortably. Looks like it. I think Hercatch, one of those players, he's a big server. If the serve isn't going well for him, I think it's sort of, changes the way he plays his confidence goes down I was sort of having a look back through to see he's obviously won two hard court tournaments this year Medvedev just the one on the hard court this year already you'd think he'd be the informed player to and he's already beaten Medvedev obviously like you said in Wimbledon you'd think that he would be the fact I don't see him beating Medvedev though this time I think Medvedev like you said he's playing that amazing hard court form that he's able to produce at the moment and that's scary i think for everybody else uh with the us open on the horizon seems to be yeah he come very close in this tournament last year though didn't he he was only a finalist um i expect him to have a really good shot here um but we can talk about who can stop him because looking at the the other side well not the other side let's focus on this side first you've got john isner gal monfils Impressive. Uh, some of the lower ranked players there. Gal Monfils, amazing. Is he yeah, back? Is it. Gal back? He beat Francis TFO. They embraced at the net. TFO was really pleased. Um, say, kind of saying that Monfils, mate, you're my idol. I love you. I want you to never retire. I want you to keep playing. You inspire me. Uh, and I'm so happy to see you back. Uh, I thought that was very kind. It's, it takes, a, it takes a, 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 a big man to say that after you've just lost. I, I think so as well. And I think TFO, he arguably 
people probably were saying, wow, you're just beating Chapeau in impressive style. Maybe he could make a run in this tournament, but to be halted by Monfils in straight sets, I'm so happy for Monfils because he's beaten two very, very strong players in this tournament so far. Yeah. John Millman, we know how tough he is to get past, and Francis Tiafo, and we know that yep. Francis Tiafo can mix it with the best on his day. And he's just completely obliterated him, really. Breadstick and then a, well, tie break, second set, a bit closer. But to breadstick TFO, I thought that was amazing. Come yep. on, Gail, back. Come on, this is it. And you're looking at it there. Uh, John Isner's not the worst person to be playing if you go on face. I know he can be such a great server, John Isner. But you'd probably prefer to play him rather than one of the other technical players uh, right now. Because Gal's a very, um, he's a good returner. He's always been a really good returner. He can get a lot of the balls back. Um, yep. And in a rally, let's, let's be honest, John Isner's no world beater. I think if, if Gal Monfils is able to get into the shots and into the rallies, he should be able to win enough points to, to make this one very competitive. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just trying to avoid the tie breaks if he can. Get the break and then just serve well. Indeed. Apologies if my audio is sounding like it might just be me talking quieter than normal i'll try and turn it up a little bit for you guys and seeing some people in the live chat saying it's a little bit low yeah it's michael saying you think i'm just a little bit tired yeah could be that as well but i'll turn it up a little bit for you just apologies for that i think like you were saying he's playing john isner that's that's a winnable match and john isner i don't want to say he's just a big serve because he's not just that but if the serve's not firing, we seen he comes a cropper if he if he can't get that first serve in. Uh, I, he did very well against Garin. I did actually watch that match. It was he was pretty impressive. But to beat Rublev in straight sets, that that's very 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 tough match. Yep. I think Big John. I mate, feel like you kind of called it yesterday. I'm not sure if you did it in in a sort of jokey form, but when we was in the office, you were saying you fancy um, John Isner to beat Rublev. He just looked good this week. I recall week. you saying it, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, from that match I just watched against Garin, he just hit, he's hitting the ball very well. It's the ground shots are going into the corners. He seems to be, he's like upped his game, like his normal ground shots. And yeah. I think when John Isner's actual tennis game is on, he's a horrible player to play against because you can't just think, oh, I've only got to just get this serve back and then I win, the, win any rally. He's winning some of the rallies as well now. And, yeah, it's a scary prospect. You know, when he hits the ball, he barely has to brush it and it flies yeah. down the other end. It's crazy how much power he has. He's like Opelka, same sort of thing. Those guys have got untapped power that they can just go into at any point. So yeah. Well, we'll be talking about Opelka in a minute because he's on the other side. The yes. John Isner-Opelka final. Could it happen? <laughs> it um, could potentially but there's a man who could be trying to stop that and that's Casper Ruud um Ooh. out of all of these names here you'd say he's the most informed man um yeah. as he won was it three tournaments in a row or two tournaments in a row <laughs> uh, I think it's I had it up here I think it's 14 matches he's won on the bounce let me see if I can find it it's crazy so was it in in Sweden was it Bastard yeah. uh he then won uh Gusted. yeah Kitzbull he yep. won these were all on the clay He's then gone to the hard courts. He's just beat Marin Cilic in three, uh, Lajevic in straight sets. Yep. And he's gone to the camera after he's beat him and, and wrote on the camera, I love hard courts. Oh. So a bit of jest from him. I love to see it. We know he's a good clay quarter, but he's enjoying the hard courts as well. And I think the courts are playing very fast. Um, 
which makes sense when you see John Isner there and Riley Opelka. They are pretty fast courts, um, which you would think would be not beneficial to Casper Ruud in the slightest. In fact, no. I thought it would hinder him. And no. I'm a bit shocked he's made it this far. But fair play to him. How far can he go? Can he beat a Stefano Sittipas? He must be full of confidence. He's 12 in the world now. I don't know if you've got the live rankings up, because if you do, it'll be interesting bring, to see. If he's now. able to beat Sittipas here, I'm going to put it out there. I'd be shocked if he's not in the top 10, if he's not already. Uh, he must be knocking on the door. And to sit to, you've got to look in a time where um, we've had the Olympics and players yeah. pulling out and not playing. You look at what Kasper Oud's done, and you granted you can say, oh, he's beating people who aren't very good. It's a very wise decision from him. He's got a few titles under his belt. Yep. And now he's rising and getting all these points uh, and pushing through the rankings. He's he's worked very hard. He's not given up. He's been playing every tournament he can do. Um, and that takes some serious dedication uh, and mental commitment and yep. um, really just got to be in a good headspace to do that. And he's done it um, and playing amazing in the way he's doing it, beating some good players along the way. Can he beat City Pass? Why not? Well, and the other thing to make note of, obviously Djokovic struggled with it a little bit from how much tennis he was playing is the body holding up as well and it seems to be holding up great at the moment for Kasper Ruud he doesn't he's only 22 years old and he is creeping closer to that top 10 he is I believe at the at the start of the tournament it was three no it says 300 or 3310 to Chapeau's 3,625, so he's 315 points behind Chapeau. If he was to beat Sitapas, then he would still be below, but if he was to go another step closer, if he was to win the tournament, let's say, he would overtake him, and he goes into into that position. I'm not... I think if he gets to the final, he can still do it as well, though. Yeah, I think so, so. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shout. So, a lot of a lot at stake for Casper Ruud. Can he yeah. break the top 10? I don't think his father ever did. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's, I think he's already passed his landmark of how far he's yeah. got. Um, he seems to be breaking all of his records, which is great to see. On Sitsipas, uh, he stopped the rot. He's finally been winning matches. He's mm-hmm. finally been able to beat Umba. I think he lost the last two times they played. Yes. And he followed it up with a good win against Hatchinoff yesterday and comfortable uh, three and two. Gave away yeah. five games. Sitsipas looking strong. Some of the other matches I've seen from him this tournament. Um, let me just get him up to remind myself of them all. No worries. Yeah, I thought it was... Well, it was obviously, no, it was just Umba, wasn't it? So, yeah, just the Umba one and and hatching off so far. And, yeah, I, I'm, I, I think we know his class. He's number three in the world now. He's got an opportunity to consolidate himself as number three. Uh, I think he's sort of made up some ground now because Rafa's dropped a lot of points this Canadian Open. So, because of that... If Sitsipas is able to sort of beat Rude and go far and maybe win the tournament, even if he gets to the final, he's going to put some daylight between him and Rafa. Yes, definitely. In the rankings. You have to say... And not just that, I think it's big for him to try and win a, a Masters event. Oh, massive. I just think that this is a perfect opportunity for him now. He's finally coming back to form again, it looks like. That's what we want to see with the Grand Slam on the horizon. I was getting a bit worried for Sitsipas. I know that I had in my bracket for him to be getting this far to the quarterfinals. I yep. think I had I think I had Felix though going further and he just didn't even turn up in this tournament. Very disappointing. But I'm hoping that Steph can get to that final. I really yep. want to see him pushing on. I would love to see a Medvedev Sitsipas final. I think that that would be 
that's probably the one that most people would want to see here. Yeah. Um, there might be a, the odd other person, maybe like we've got some people saying Batista are good. There, Dawn in the in the live chat saying, "Do you think Batista will win?" Uh, well, well, let's get on to that one in a minute. But just indeed. before we do, um, in this in this event, is Steph's one of Steph's better uh, Masters events. His best one's Monte Carlo. Obviously, he won that uh, this mm. year. That was his first Masters event. He's won. He's got to the final before here in Canada in 2018, and he holds a 71 win percentage. Oh, nice. So he doesn't do he doesn't do too bad. One of the better Masters events for him. Um, yeah, really. So good. I think if he can match that, he needs to he needs to try and get to the final. He needs to win one, man. Let's try and win a hardcore Masters um, because he's at that level now where he's, he's expected to. I know he's only young, but he's so good. Um, you can only win so many two fifties, five hundred. Let's win some Masters, and then next stop, uh, Grand Slams. Indeed, I think he's one person as well who you could consider for that US Open. If he does well in this tournament and then he does well in Cincinnati as well, yeah, beware. I think Sissipas is one to watch. We know how well he did at the Australian Open, just came a cropper in the semi finals. So I think he'll be looking to go one better. Yep. Interesting stuff. Should we move down to Batista Agut versus Riley Opelka? Yep. So the other big serving American, um, mm. the the John Isner Riley Opelka final. I know I was joking about it, but in these conditions, it is certainly possible. Yeah. <laughs> it could actually happen. Um, I don't want it to happen. That would be for me a, a waste of a of a good final. Batista, a good someone I love a lot. He come through Diego Schwartzman. Uh, they're a bit similar players. I feel uh, Batista, a good and Schwartzman. I think yeah. Agut probably has a little bit more oomph in some of his shots. Um, Swartz would more of a clay court, a bit more one one dimensional, as you say. He can sort of uh, he loves a good rally. Swartz when he can stay in one for a while um, with a good, he doesn't mind that as well. But the difference with I think he's got a bit uh, bit more experience playing on the hard courts, plays him a little bit better. Remember in Cincinnati was it last year? Last yeah. year. He come close to beating Djokovic, playing great, talk, great that whole tournament. Um, I think Schwartzman did he have match points in that one? I didn't even the last match. I didn't get to see that matchup, but it was very. It seemed like quite close. I was surprised it actually went to three for some reason. I'll have a look. Uh, I don't think he got any. There was. Let me just have a look in here. In the third set, there was match points. Yeah, you, you're yeah. you are right. Yeah. No, because I saw it on Twitter. That's all. Three so match was... points for yeah. Schwartzman that went that he missed there at five four, and then uh, unfortunately, yeah, he lost seven five. And... But there was nothing separating them. It was so close. I think the bookies had it very even. Uh, a good slight favourite probably because he's better on hard courts. Um, but ultimately, he's come through that battle. Can a good beat um, a Pelka? I think he can, yeah. I think he can, but the problem is, if you look at Opelka's last match against Harris, it was just the, the sort of workmanlike performance, isn't it, from Opelka? The last two sets that he won, both tie breaks, didn't drop. No, no one dropped a serve all the way up to the tie break, and it was just that's just run of the mill, isn't it, for yeah. somebody like Riley Opelka? Just get that one opportunity in the tie break, boom, done. And yeah, I'm simple. a bit worried about this one personally. I think uh, Batista are good. Someone who's over the years struggled against some of the bigger servers. Uh, last time they played, he beat a Pelka just in three, uh, and then mm. in Basel he lost to a Pelka. 
So okay, and he's beaten him Shanghai. So a little bit. A good two one on the head to head, but they're all yeah. very close. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see Isner and Opelka progressing. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, that, are you going to make any selections? Are you going to tell us who your uh, semi finalists are going to be? Well, yeah, might as well. We've gone for all of them, so I'm going to start from the top. Hubert Hurkacz, not really playing too great. I think he's been a bit fortunate with the draw um, since Wimbledon. He's not been the same player. I'm going to be going Daniel Medvedev. I think he wins that one straight set. Yeah, do you want to do that one same. as well? Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, the one below, John Isner, Gal Monfils. I'm actually going to go. Um, I'm actually going to go two-one. Gal Monfils. I'm hoping to see. Gal, I think he's going to be an underdog. Like I said earlier, I think he's a good returner. Um, and if ultimately, if you get in the rallies, Gal Monfils has shown enough this tournament to suggest maybe he's not back, but he's definitely playing a lot better, like a hell of a lot better than what we've seen uh, post-COVID. So I'm going to go Monfils on that one, 2-1. Indeed. I'm going to be going Big John to uh, win that one. Obviously, he just won a tournament in Atlanta on the hard courts. I think he'll still be in good form. And next one, Casper no, Ruud. Wait, wait, what was You didn't say the sets. Oh, I just think I think he'll do it straight sets. Okay. I think it'll be just a big serving performance from him. Casper uh, Ruud, Sissipas. Mm, this one I'll go first on. I think sit a pass straight sets. Oh, um, I believe is it not right that Casper had already beaten sit a pass this year? Yes, I believe so. On clay, and that was when sit a pass was unbeatable. Uh, I think it was before yeah, Roland was. Garros. He's in a good spell, and Casper blitzed him. It's a bit of a shock. Um, yep. Too loud. Yep. I might go for. Um, I think it's three sets for me. It's definitely three sets. I'm surprised you've gone straight. I think. I'm probably going to go sit to pass in three. Nice. I think he's going to get more revenge. He's already had revenge of him, but now to get some revenge of Rude and end his winning streak. Now, Opelka, Batista Agut. For me, Batista Agut gives away too many break points in a lot of his matches. I think he's going to come a cropper here, but I think it could be three sets again. I think it's going to be Opelka in three. Okay. Um, I understand your logic behind that. He definitely does give away a lot of break points. He's not the best server on tour. Um, I think I'm going to go, regardless of that, I'm going to go a good to win uh, in three as well. I think the third one's going to be a tie break. Oh, God. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> so it's going to be very good. It's probably a 9-7 in a tie break in the third or something. Thriller. Make sure to clip that if it happens. All right. So we move on to the women's? Yeah, let's do it, mate. So let's see what people are saying. We've got Edgar here going, I have Med, Sitsipas, and Apelka in my semis in the bracket. So well nice. done to you. Wow. I think you said you're second in the bracket league. So shout out well uh, for that. We've got Almina going for Medvedev, Isna, and Sitsipas, Agut. Um, so pretty similar to, well, it's a combination of mine and yours. I think it can. all of these can go... I'd say Medvedev's the one I'm probably most sure on. Yeah, but it's it's a it's still a bit tricky though because her catch and it's crazy. Of... We're saying we're most sure on that when the last time they played a matter of a, was it last month? Yeah, um, in a Grand Slam, her catch beat him, and her catch already won a Masters on hard yeah. court this year. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe we were just a bit delusional. Maybe, but no, Medvedev's looking a lot better. I get the women's one up. 
Just bear with me. We've got Dawn going Medvedev, Monfils, Sitsipas. I think you're missing one, Dawn. <laughs> just, <laughs> just holding out on the other one, just for now. Not sure. Yeah. But on to the women's. Um, and we have Sabalenka. She did make it this far. I think I had her going out very early to Badoza. Mm. It wasn't to be for the Badoza. There's been a there's been some shocks actually, like to be expected. Um, the only one I can really shout home about is the fact that we've got Ons Jabur there, my winner of the event before it started, yeah. and Coco Goff, someone who I love so much, and also Cerebus Tormo. Uh, yeah. I think them three there, I have a lot of love for, and I'm really happy to see them advance to this stage. They wouldn't have been necessarily odds-on favourite to get there. Maybe probably Coco Goff would have been, but some of the others have had to go through a bit of adversity to get this far, and I'm, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, uh, you you called a lot more than what I did on this one. I went Asakari, and yeah, she didn't do too well, unfortunately. She went out to Azarenka. She still went to three, but I thought that was going to be like the pivotal moment of the tournament. Unfortunately, I got it wrong. Azarenka, she's a force to be reckoned with, and we got the Belarusians playing each other again. At least they keep meeting, don't they, these two? Well, I'd love to know the head-to-head. Do you have oh, it there? Three. It's uh, three matches played... Uh, Sabalenka 2-1 on the head-to-head. Okay. And won their last meeting in Ostrava, two sets to love. But then okay, remember, one sec. I'm just going to get the I'm just going to get the scores up myself so I can no, go through it. They played in the US Open as well, and Azarenka obviously she got to the final. She beat her two sets to love there. Yeah. Okay. So I think with this one, we've got to remember Azarenka seems to be a different player this time of the year to other yeah. periods. Um, she got to the final of the US Open, didn't she? And then she won Cincinnati just before. Uh, and yeah. she was playing amazing during that spell. I think we're going to see more of the same, potentially. Um, we're not going to do our predictions yet. We'll do that in the end like we did in the other one. But against this one, against Sabalenka, Sabalenka's not been that consistent for me. She started the year as the big server, big hitting lady who was just really difficult to beat. Now I just see a bit more frustration. She can't always control her temper. And... I wouldn't say she's consistent at all. She could lose to anyone. We saw against Pliskova at Wimbledon. I was disappointed by that show. And I know Pliskova was great, but Sabalenka just didn't really turn up. And she could be a lot better, but a lot, lot better than that. So that one for me in the top. um, I mean, who's the favourite? Did I have Sabalenka as the favourite, the bookies? I would have thought so. Let me just find that for you just one second. They probably do, but I I think I wouldn't read too much into it because I think it's... Yeah, uh, for me, it's a 50-50 match. Um, it's going to be a really tr- tricky one between the Belarusians. Uh, moving down to the next one, it's difficult for me to be unbiased. Pliskova, I'm not a big fan of her. She frustrates the the, the life out of me. And Salibas Tormo, I absolutely adore. So yeah. it's difficult for me to talk about this one um, without being biased. But one thing I would say about Tormo, I thought the way she played yesterday against uh, Sinia Kova was amazing. I know we were talking about that match as a potential uh, one that Tormo could win. And she ends up bageling her in the third. It's mad, isn't it? That one I thought is going to oh, be... Oh, second. S- she bageled her, sorry. Second it's going to be a super close match, I thought, with that one. It proved to be. And I just got... I thought Siniakova, because they played each other before, and uh, I believe Siniakova earlier this year on grass beat her straight sets and I thought mm, Siniakova's been looking good but we that was the one we both sort of pointed out to each other wasn't it yesterday yeah. when we met and just said yeah Tormo I think that's the she was the underdog so that was where 
a good bet if you wanted to put some money on her. And uh, yeah, it proved to be right. Yep. And here, probably Pliskova could be the favourite, but I fancy Torma. I think she has the weapons. She has the fight. Um, she's happy to stay in the rallies and just work hard during points. We know she's not going to have any kind of attitude issues. She's 24 years old, 48 in the world. That's going to be rising. Uh, I yeah. see her, honestly, as, well, I think top 10 is maybe a bit too of a push, but certainly when inside the top 20, top 15, she, she's certainly good enough. I think that's that's her next target for her. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would say top 20. She's definitely got the, all the tools. I'm excited to see how she goes up against her, well, Grand Slam finalist uh, in Karolina Pliskova, who's back back to form again. Seems yep. like she's the, 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 the old Pliskova now, not the one who was stumbling so often. And I'm, I'm interested to see how Pliskova, if she continues this run that she's sort of on at the moment. Uh, I don't really want to see her fall off. I I know that we give her a bit of a hard time because she hasn't turned up on big occasions. Yeah, Maybe something's changed. Hoping it has for her. The next one's probably... Just quickly, before we go on to yeah. the next one, I just want to say, Siniakova, this tournament, beating Ostapenko and Muguruza. Um, and only was stopped by Cerebus Tormo. So it just shows exactly. some, she's some tough player. And Cerebus Tormo has also beat Samsonova this tournament. He's in some good, a good vein of form as well. Indeed. Next one, probably. I'm not sure if it's tie of the round, but it's the one that sort of intrigues me the most out of all of the matches because Coco Goff's had a bit of a strange week. <laughs> she's uh, she's found herself in the quarterfinals with only playing two sets of tennis. Really, <laughs> <laughs> she's <laughs> hardly just... played. She's hardly played. She's in the quarterfinal. Um, she's going to be pushing on, knocking on the doors of the top 10. I'll tell you that. She's 24 at the moment. Um, the way she's she's going, she has a real good shot of winning this event. I'm putting it out there. I like her draw and I like it a lot. Um, I think avoiding Sabalenka uh, or Azarenka from the top. I know you can say Pagula, Jabur, that's pretty tough as well at the bottom. So but tough. I think she, I don't know, I fancy her up in that matchup, a little bit less experienced down there than some of the others. Um, so it's it's better for her to be in the more the the, the less experienced side. Camilla Georgie, though, I know she's in good form herself. Uh, you can, I'm sure yep. you. I think you got some wins there for her, right? Yes, list off some of her good victories. She, yeah, she, I mean she hasn't dropped a set so far. Beating Elise Mertens, Nadia Podoroska, and Petra Kvitova all in straight sets in this tournament, and that's impressive. The Kvitova one, uh, I was saying it yesterday. I still think she's going to win. Uh, the Podoroska one, I, I still thought, and I, I had a going this far in the bracket. I had a losing to yep. Spitalina, who hasn't even made it here. So, I, mean, I think people were calling you crazy in the bracket. Yeah. I remember, I remember <laughs> the live chat, and it's actually happened. <laughs> exactly. So, but I didn't pick the right one. I had Spitalina going through, so it's now going to be Goff. I reckon this is tough. <sighs> this part, I don't know. I'm not going to make a pick yet. Yeah, um, let's let's wait for the last one because we've got yeah. my girl Ons Jabur. Um, we're talking about Jabur. We were singing that yesterday as well. <laughs> we were getting it going in the bar um, it, in man. London. We've got a few other people singing it as well. And I, I just love her. I love her. She's, she's amazing. I think Pagula's really good as well. She's yeah. not quite hit the heights recently since uh, the Australian Open when she was amazing at the start of the year. Yeah. On hard courts, these two can go toe-to-toe for, to each other, personally. 
I just hope Onze Chabur has a little bit too much. Um, have you got the wins or I can get yeah, them up? Both, both had very tough draws as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. Pagula, Kontavit in the first round. That's a horrible draw. Pavlyachenkova, Grand Slam finalist. And then Daniel Collins, who's just coming off the back of a storming week, winning another tournament. So yep. I think horrible. Daniel Collins prior was on some crazy winning streak as well. Um, was it like 10 matches or something? Uh, it was... Or oh, 14. It, it was Am so I making up? Yeah, yeah. She won in Palermo and then yep. she won in uh, San Jose. I think yeah. I saw on, on Twitter it was 14. But was I've not 14. counted it personally. Count it, she's, yeah. she's won a lot of matches, put it that way. And <laughs> and it was ended. So um, credit to... Yeah, mate, I've lost the thing. Credit to... Pagula. Pagula. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's a that's a big big that's a big win for her. It really is. But Massive. on Ons Jabur, I think looking at the bracket uh, league for Game to Love, there was hardly anyone who had her in the final or winning. I think I was one of the only people. Um, I think that was a lot due to the fact that her draw was extremely tough. She's had to beat Cara Burrell, good young French player, uh, Cassette Keener, and it was difficult. It was three sets, and she's then obviously great, the former champion, uh, BB Andreescu. Yep. It gets tougher and tougher each round. Like Kasatkina, amazing player, and has been great form this year. Brushed her aside in three, but then Andreescu, that was where you thought he's just going up another level. The the reigning yep. champ, and this is her event. I feel this really yep. is her event. Um, it's not going to be long until she she's going to win this event for many years to come. I believe Andreescu. Um, yeah. Not just because she's Canadian. I just think the whole conditions suit her. She's already won it before. If she gets the injury sorted, she could be a real star at this event and win it for multiple years. She'll probably have a stand named after her in about 15 years. Um, that's nice. just my predictions of it all. Oh. But talking of predictions, let's give the predictions for these matches. Uh, and from sure. the top, with the Belarusians, what are you going for? I'm going Azarenka in three. Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going exactly the same. Azarenka in three for that one. Next one. Pliskova, Tormo. I'm going Pliskova in three. I'm going Tormo straight sets. Ooh, I knew you were. <laughs> Next one's probably the toughest one to pick. Uh, Goff, Georgie. I'm going to be going Georgie. Uh, <laughs> no, not again. <laughs> so Georgie in the semis, right? Uh, yeah, I've just been impressed. I'm assuming Georgie's the lowest ranked player here by some um, way. I think so. I think she's about four. Is she like four? 50th, something like that. Is she? I thought she was over 100. Oh, Georgie? Yeah, maybe I've 71. Just lost the clock. 71. Okay. There you go. Not <laughs> that far off. I thought she was just over 100. Give her some credit. Jeez. <laughs> she probably was not too long ago. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Coco Goff. I think she's got her eyes set now on a Masters title. Um, and obviously that top 10. Let's see if she can get there. She's going to need to get some points and she'll accumulate a lot if she's able to win this event. So I'm going to be going Coco Goff in straight sets. Maybe conspiracy. Georgie pulls out <laughs> Coco Goff into the semis. <laughs> last one, Pagula. I feel like and... some. Oh wait, sorry. I feel yeah. like that happened last year in an event. Was it Ashley Barty got like to the semi-finals and she hardly played? Something like that. Yeah. It or it might have been Coco Goff. There was another. I, I think I remember there was a tournament and. Um, let, let me know in the live chat if anyone knows, but there was definitely a tournament last year on the women's tour and someone got to like the semi-finals of, like, of only playing like, a, I think, half of a match or something. Yeah, I have no idea. I forget who it was now. Today's not the day. So no. I try and remember. <laughs> anyway, the last one, Pagula Jabur. 
Um, Don't do it to me, Ben. I've got to go for Ons, and I? I can't Yeah, not. you I'm go. Gonna, I'll go with Jabur, and I'm going to have them all going to three sets. I'm going to have Jabur in three. Yeah, so Ben's bet out of these is all of them over however many games. What's it? Basically three sets. Yeah. Over 1.5 sets. That's it, yeah. All of or them. Or 2.5 sets. Yeah. All of them three sets, if you can just do that. Might be an yeah. interesting one. Good little hacker. Yeah. Um, I actually agree on this last one. I think Jabur will win, but I think it's going to be three sets as well. Pagula's very good. I think she can take a set. Yeah, definitely. She could even win if she really wanted to, but I know yep. that we can't pick her because we love Ons Jabur. Yeah, and just going to the chat, we've got Edgar Guy and Pliskova win 6-3-6-2. Very specific. Yeah. Um, and I think that sort of concludes our preview of the quarterfinals. There are, there's our thoughts on all of the matches, on the men's and women's. Whether or not they happen or not is another matter. We will try and watch as many of the matches today. We're quite privileged to, to be that they're later on in the day. So it's given us the morning to get ready and get set, uh, recover from yesterday, and hopefully we can watch some good tennis later on. Yeah, let's hope so, mate. I'll get that off the screen. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. there was one last thing we did want to say before we left. Um, oh. and just while you're getting it up, I'll just talk about the patrons because I know we've got Almino sure. who's just joined the patrons. Shout out to you, Almino. Cheers, Almino. Um, great that you've joined us on there. Uh, and if anyone else wants to join, the link is pinned in the live chat. Um, I think the lowest one's £3 a month and it really helps the channel to grow and takes us to the next level. Um, we will be doing more benefits, Q&As. We've got some stuff going with merch and other cool things as well. So we highly recommend the, the patron if you want to take your GTO love to the next level. And I think we've just passed 10 patrons now, which is mm. great. Um, good achievement. That doesn't sound like much, but it really means everything to us. So if anyone wants to join that, uh, the, the link is in the live chat or in the description. Right, I'll ping up this thing. All right, this next window. There we go. This is the one that I think you would want to share with me and wanted to talk about quickly, was it? Well, yeah, there's not really much to say about this. It's just the quarterfinal appearances in 20, uh, 2021. Obviously, Collins now, she's didn't make it. Uh, she went out, but she was close to, to sort of tie at the top. Sabalenka... She started the year so strong. I think she had a lot of them there. The thing is, for me, she's recently been getting faster tournaments, say quarterfinals, and then sort of faltering. Um, what was it? Semi-final at Wimbledon and some other events as well. She just needs to get it over the line, just the final few steps. Barty's yeah. the one who seems to be getting there and winning them. Barty wasn't in this tournament, but I love how Coco Goff's making a... She's having sneaking. a great year. She really is. She's sneaking on there, um, and it's another quarterfinal appearance for her. Yeah, really good. Promising stuff coming in the future, I'm sure. And she's still so young, which is great. Right, next one up. We got Roger Federer releasing a statement as we move away from these tournaments. Just uh, always good to hear from the big man, hear what's going on. He said, this week, uh, I will meet my doctors and my team, and then we'll see what happens next. At the moment, everything seems still a little uncertain. Oof. I don't like the sound of that. Well, it's the word uncertain what gets me, mate. Mm. And I think Raf has said something along the same lines with his injury as well. They've both basically come out and said to me that they're not sure if they're going to be at the US Open. In other words, um, I think the, the, the Roger one is more yeah. cer uh, certain. Like, I think it's very unlikely we see him at the US Open. Yeah, 
I'm not going to say it's he's 100% out because I've not seen any announcement. And if it's happened just now, I'm just making sure of it. Um, but for me, it's a matter of time until he just doesn't play. He just comes out and says, I'm not going to be there. Um, and I think with Rafa, it could be something similar. The only thing I could say is, do you think they're doing all of this to take the attention off them a little bit? Um, and it's all a bit of a ploy. So they're sort of yeah. saying, oh, we're not going to be there. We're not going to be there. All of a sudden they turn up. People don't have many, much expectations from them. And then they just do what they do all the time. And in these big events, the one thing I would say is if if Roger is to enter the event, you can't discount him. You never can. Because if he feels confident enough to be playing in it, we've known what he's done all these all the years. You can never, ever discredit the fact that he could go very far in the tournament. I know we, we do it a lot. We say, oh, he's not going to win a slam. But if he enters it, he's got all the chance in the world because he's, he's simply that good. And the same, the same can be said about Rafa. Yeah. If they're there, they've got a shot of winning it. Definitely. They always have a shot. It's just the more the years go by, the shot becomes less and less. That's the problem. And I don't think they're going to put these things out unless there is an actual problem. I'm just worried that it could be the end, that's all. And I don't want to see it, but it's inevitable at some point. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly is. I think we're going to wrap it up there. Let's go watch some tennis in Canada. Um, Thanks for joining us on this one. Hopefully you enjoyed our quarterfinal predictions. Let us know in the comments what your predictions are uh, or in the live chat if you want to now. We can maybe read them out. Um, Also, if you're new to Game to Love, hit the subscribe button. We've passed 17,000. Next stop's 20. That's like the big landmark now. Uh, So we need you to all subscribe if you haven't already and like this video. Uh, We'll probably see you tomorrow. Um, to talk about the US Open qualifications um, because they're doing it a bit differently this year with no fans. So we'll be talking about that tomorrow. Annoying. Yeah. All right. Well, love you and leave you guys. See you soon. Podcast Network.